Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hi, I'm Baylin Leonard. Welcome to another edition of the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. This is your chance to hear the full, unedited interviews that I do with some of the biggest stars in country music. So thanks for downloading this episode where we're going to be talking to a man who has been all over country radio with his hit single, Truth About You. I was just in the States recently, and it was played nonstop. We love it at Absolute Radio Country as well. He's also been on tour with Luke Bryan, uh, out on tour with him currently, actually. He's released a huge album called This Is The Heavy, and he got married, so it's been quite a big year from Mitchell Tenpenny, so let's talk to him all about it. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country. I'm Balin Leonard, and we're welcoming back to the show Mitchell Tenpenny. Welcome back, sir. Good to see you. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, always. Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, you've been busy since last time we spoke. We should start with the biggest news. You got married. Congratulations on that. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's about time. I'm so stoked. I got a ring and everything. I get to call her my wife. I love it. We got married right. out, at a, out at a beautiful farm, one of our friends' farm uh, in this the weather couldn't have been better. The trees were perfect in autumn. It was, I don't know. It's one of those movie weddings, it felt like. And please tell me there was barbecue at the wedding. Oh, of course. That's what we got. Martin's barbecue. And a vanilla bourbon wedding cake, I hear. Oh, it was great. Yeah, absolutely. I had way too much of it, that's for sure. <laughs> Is bourbon your drink of choice? I like bourbon when I'm like chilling at the house, watching movies, hanging out, but uh, like out partying tequila's mine. So oh, right, bourbon okay, just, yes. but bourbon definitely blends better with the cake. That tequila cake might be a little, I don't know. Well, congratulations. And, and you've taken a little bit of time out, right? Are you going to have a chance for a honeymoon? Because you're touring all the time. Uh, not yet. We, uh, not to sound like your we, wife or anything. Yeah. I'm sure she's been asking <laughs> no, that no, question no. as well. Uh, well, it's the same with her. So hopefully next year we'll figure out some time, be able to, you know, block out something to do an actual, a good honeymoon. Uh, how is it being out on the road with Luke Bryan? He's a he's a prankster. It seems like from his social media, has he pulled any pranks on you? Not so much. A, well, he's it's amazing. First off, he's yes. he's incredible. Uh, we're getting down to the last days of the tour, so I'm expecting something. Uh, but he gave me an end of tour gift, and uh, before he did that, he he like came up to me. He said, "I need to talk to you right now," and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, uh-oh, "Okay," uh-oh. and he's like, "Cut him, cut him up. What did I do?" And I come up, come to the bus. And there was like three people on his bus. He goes, y'all mind getting off? I need to talk to him. I'm like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no. I was like panicking. I'm like, what did I do? And then he, he was like, you want you to tour gift early? And he did all that. And that was amazing. It was one of, it was super special, but I was scared to death. So I that bet. was a prank. He got me on that prank, but uh, I'm expecting, you know, I'm going to keep my head on a swivel this weekend. Yeah. Because uh, you never know be, when it's coming. Stuff can be happening. Yeah. <laughs> did you get a nice end of tour gift? Oh, he gave me a beautiful watch. A beautiful, I beautiful knew it was going to be so a watch. We're both watch guys and, uh, you know, Luke's amazing. And yeah, it's something I'll treasure forever for sure. How many watches do you have? Way too many. I don't know. I'm actually <clears throat> cleaning out my closet as we speak because I finally got these couple days home and, uh, I'm trying to organize everything, and I'm like, "Dang, on, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to get rid of a few of these. There's too many to choose from." No, come on, they're an investment. I, I, well, yeah, those those I won't. There's some that I've had just forever that I'm just like, man, this, you know, because you try to step up each time. And I'm I'm a watch collector. I love them to death. 
but I'm also kind of a hoarder. So actually, I don't even know. I'm lying. I'm not getting rid of it. No, don't get rid of it. Never, never, never. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got, when I was a kid, I, I wish I still had this watch. I'm so, and it, listen, it's not a fancy watch. You know, it's not an investment watch, but it was a watch that I had when I was a kid and it was a digital watch. It had the Jackson 5 on it in digital form. And when you push the button, it would play digital versions of their hits. We gotta find that watch for you. I've got to find, you know, I've looked, I've tried to find it again, but I used to get in so much trouble in school because I would accidentally hit it. And then it would like be belt anyway. That's a whole other thing. No, I, I did that with a Power Ranger one back there. I used to hit that button. It was fun. <laughs> so listen, it's not just congratulations on the nuptials and the Luke Bryan tour. We've got to talk about your new album. This is the heavy. Uh, so this is a big album. 20 songs on this? Yeah, man. It's uh you know, it's it's been so long since we released our last record. It just didn't feel right to do, you know, ten or eleven songs and I would have gone to a hundred if we had it. We had to stop somewhere. So uh, 20 felt good around. I mean, once we got to 11, I was like, can we have 14, please? And then they were like, all right. Say, all right, but maybe 16 and then 18. And then I was like, all right, let's just do 20 because it feels weird. Like if it's not so 20 songs and I couldn't be more excited. We tried to, I tried to lay an entire different landscape and a big old canvas of all different, different types of songs that some so hopefully you can find your song on the record. I wanted people to be able to find that, you know, their song that, that fits them, you know, as closely as possible. And so I gave you a lot of options. Yeah. There's stuff. plenty to pick from. I mean, it's great to hear that because you and I might've even talked about it the last time you were on this whole thing about attention span nowadays and, you know, TikTok and people needing really short songs to kind of keep their attention and short album and people not even releasing albums, you know, just doing EPs or releasing songs as they come. So it's a really lovely, nice thing to know that you've got a full big chunky album with a bunch of songs on it. Like you said, something for everybody, but also clearly something that you've put together with a lot of thought behind it and how these songs flow into each other and all of that it's a great thing i hope that more of that is coming back yeah i'm just not willing to let go of the the the, uh, the album yet you know we've done some eps we definitely did in between yeah our first record telling all my secrets and i love that but i just i like an album man i you know making it into a vinyl being able to walk into walmart or target buy your cd you know that's something you dream of as a kid so as long as i can uh we're going to be making records I, there's just something about like holding something and playing it from start to finish that, that I love. And and I get that, you know, songs, you know, in this day and time, we want more music and we'll write more music, but it's not going to stop me from releasing records. I, I still genuinely love uh, what a record makes you feel like when you put it on and listen to it. Yeah, me too. And, you know, just having it, like you said, in your hand, like something tangible that you that you have. Well, one of the songs on it, absolutely huge. We can't get enough of it here at Absolute Radio Country. I know it's having a massive impact in the States as well. Truth About You. I mean, what a song. Congratulations on this, Mitchell. How does it feel? No, And, you know, this it's not just this song. Loads of your music's had such a huge impact on people and becomes like part of the soundtrack of their life. But how does it feel knowing that your music does that for people. Because presumably when you were coming up and starting, you were listening to music that was doing that for you. And now you're one of the guys doing it for other people. It's definitely extremely humbling. I mean, I, I have, like you said, I have those songs for me. When people let me know that this song has done something or helped them through something, it's everything. It's why you write a song. It's why I picked up a guitar, to be honest. It's it's the reason you do this. And so um, I'm honored by that. And I, and I want that. Otherwise, I'd just be writing music for myself. It'd be a hobby. So this is my goal. I want to reach out. I want to connect to people. That's the best feeling in the world. So I love every time someone tells me what a song does for them. It means everything to me. So I'm, I'm just super grateful and humbled by that. Kind of blown away. It's just really, it's, it's truly really cool. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, another massive, I use so many massive songs at the moment. Your duet with Chris Young at the end of the bar. How did that come about? You guys are buddies, you and Chris? Yes, he's uh, one, of my, one of my really good friends, man. We've, we've gotten to know each other really well over the last few years. And we met at Losers kind of just like... Uh, oh, so the, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's remind people of this, right? Because last time we asked you for some bar suggestions for people that were yeah. visiting Nashville. And you said winners and right beside of it, losers. So you and yeah. Chris Young hanging out at Losers. Yeah, and you know, he just... When I signed my record deal, he's over at Sony as well. He's RCA. I'm, I'm Columbia, but there's still Sony. So normally when you sign there, you know, every it's kind of, you know, people are always like, oh, another artist. And it's going to take attention on me, blah, blah, blah. And I get that. But Chris wasn't like that. He was like, man, will you any advice you want? Like, please hit me up. He was just, he was a great big brother to me. And we wrote a song again in person. And we just reconnected and talked about, you know, the last time we were at the bar and us just, you know, hanging out and having a blast. And, Chris was like, man, you should have seen us tearing it up at the end of a bar. And I was like, hold on. That sounds like the title we need to write today. And um, we did it. It just kind of fell out. And then I saw the demo of it. And I really wanted Chris to sing it because I just wanted to hear a song of mine with Chris's voice. But he was like, my voice wasn't there that day. So I sung it. And the next day he called. He goes, hey, buddy, you mind if I put a vocal on it? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, please do. And then the next day he said, what if we uh, kind of did this together? And I put it on my record and I was freaking out. And uh, a week later he called and said it was going to be the single on the radio. So just the life of the song, which is so cool. And it ended up being a number one song, country radio. And also great that it came out of real life experience as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's about what, yeah, it's absolutely about where we met. I would assume you've had a lot of pinch me moments kind of in your career and they keep coming. Like what's your latest pinch me moment? We got another single coming out again called We Got History off this record. And I'm just, I'm just freaking out that we get that we're allowed to make music and it to go out to the world the way it does and to be on country radio. So we just picked that single like yesterday almost. So it was just another, all right, is this real? Here it goes. Pitched me all over. Like, it's crazy. Looking back at your Grand Ole Opry debut, and I know that, that that was a while ago now, but getting that Grand Ole Opry debut, like that is such a huge kind of pinnacle from that moment to where you are now and everything that's come after that. Do you go back to that moment in your mind of making that Grand Ole Opry debut? Because so many people say that's just something that never leaves them. And how do you feel now versus how you felt then when you made that? In the most cliche way possible, one of the most amazing experiences of my career. Um, I've been there a million times. You dream of doing it. And then when you step in that circle, honestly blacked out. I don't remember the night except for watching it on videos. Uh, that's the truth. But I remember how special I made me feel. And then we've gotten to play the Opry a few times since that, probably seven or eight. Two months ago, I got to play it again. This time, I got to play it with my full band. So there was the first time my entire band got to play it. Oh, well. see, that's so how you know too. you're punching with the big yeah. ones now. I <laughs> know. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was an honor for me, too, from the first time to do it and then get to do it with my band, who's been with me from the beginning. That was another special time. It just, it would just, just keeps reinventing itself. It's such a special place. And some of my band's family was there, so they got to see their sons playing on that stage. It was, mm. I don't know, it was just a really cool moment for me and full circle moment for all of us uh, to stand on the greatest stage in country music together. Everything about that building is is special. Out front, obviously, as an audience member, and then on stage, you know, people making their debut and having life-changing moments or playing it for the 20th time and still being as excited as they were the first time that they went. But then also I had the the privilege of being backstage at the Grand Ole Opry a couple of months ago when I was in Nashville. And it's just a special backstage as it is in you know front of house or on stage because as important and storied as it is, it also kind of just feels like 
a family reunion or something, you know, like it, it's super friendly backstage. There doesn't seem to be any egos backstage and everybody's just walking around feeling completely equal. Do you find that as well as a performer? Yeah. There's just a hallway of a bunch of different rooms and they're all numbered and you know, everyone leaves the door open. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's like everyone that's playing the night, you know, you get your own room, but the door's open. That hallway is just full of people catching up. Last time I was there, you know, catching up with Vince Gill. I mean, like, you want a pinching moment. Like Vince Gill, Stephen Curtis Chapman was there. I mean, people I listened to growing up my entire life. It's just, it's special. It's just a truly special place. It is the best stage, like I said, in country music. And from, you know, from the stage to backstage to the audience, the entire thing at the Opry is magical, man. It really is. So I know you've heard how keen UK audiences are and how much we love country music here and how UK audiences really dig in and all of that sort of stuff. So Mitchell Tenpenny, come on. Tell us about your plans to come to the UK. What's going on? And we're coming, baby. We're coming. We're coming next year for sure. hundred percent. All right. Fantastic. You heard it. Like here. I said, we, we, we were on the way and then COVID hit. We were so, uh, so distraught about that. We are coming next year. I promise you. I can't remember. Were you at, did you actually make it to the airport in the UK or did yeah. you find out right before? Yeah. yeah. We land, we landed. Well, we found out in the air. Yes. So we had to land in London, get our bags. We stepped outside and we took a picture, put our bags back in and flew back home. And we were just, we were so upset. We want to be there so bad. UK has been such incredible to us. We will be there next year. I promise you, I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent. Well, we cannot wait to see you when you're over here. We'll catch up again then, if not before. Uh, congratulations on the new music. Congratulations on the nuptials. And uh, we can't wait to see you. So we'll see you soon. Thank you, my friend. Cheers. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Mitchell Tenpenny on the Country Music Talk podcast. Great to catch up with Mitchell and exciting that he's going to be coming over to the UK next year. And he has just had such a busy year, so it was really nice of him to take the time to chat with us. Remember, if you love hearing all the gossip from the stars of country music, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you'll never miss a new episode. And you can hear the very best mix of country music 24-7 on the radio. Just tell your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll see you on the next one. In the meantime, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 